And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Here we are again with another movie to review. Right. I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we are now going to dissect, Mm -hmm. because that's the only thing you can do with a picture like this, 88 (laughs) minutes. How many one-liners do you want to do? (laughs) (laughs) 88 minutes felt like it was 88 days that we sat there watching it. I said it was 80 minutes too long. Exactly. That's pretty good, isn't it? John Avnet directed a script by Gary Scott Thompson, and it stars Al Pacino. Al Pacino plays Dr. Jack Graham. He is a forensic psychologist. He is a college professor, but he makes a lot of money by testifying in murder cases. And then he works for the FBI. <laughs> this guy is, wow, he is a busy cat. He is a very, very busy cat. <laughs> and he's very busy until he's walking across the campus yeah. in supposedly Seattle. We know that it was shot in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and it didn't look the slightest bit like Seattle. His cell phone rings. Ah. He answers it as he's walking, and a voice says, Tick-tock, Doc, you've got 88 minutes to live. He thinks this threat is coming from a serial killer that he helped to put in prison nine years ago who is going to be executed that very night. And that's the whole point of the picture. Well, I mean, that every time he turns around, there's a sign somewhere that says, 84 minutes, 72 minutes, and this goes on and on and on. on. (laughs) I've loved Al Pacino in so many things, but in 88 minutes, hoo-wah, he's lousy. (laughs) Well, the movie is so terrible. It is awful. We have to talk about the plot a little bit more. Do we have to? Okay. Well, the plot (laughs) is so complicated. I mean, I have never seen so many hints being dropped and so many false leads to kind of make you think, well, it could be that person or this person who is really making these threats to Dr. Jack Graham. And you will figure out within 20 minutes who the bad person is, Uh even though they don't tell you. And they do try to make you believe everybody else, including the cops and FBI and everybody. But I figured out very, very quickly, and then it got even more boring. Okay. Now, first of all, we have to go back to one important point here. Jack Graham teaches a forensics class. And in that class are several students. And of course, they are all people that he suspects might be making these phone calls or these threats to him after he realizes that it can't possibly be the guy who's in prison. So now he figures there's somebody on the outside who might be in cahoots with this character that he put in prison nine years ago. So now that's part of the what I'm going to call the through line for this movie, and it's supposed to really engage you. Unfortunately, as you mentioned, Les, it's not that hard to figure out who's behind all of these shenanigans, and it's just one preposterous situation after another. It's very hard to get through this picture without really laughing. I did laugh several times because nothing made any sense. That's for sure. Let's talk about the casting, however, because some of the women in the film were quite good. Amy Brenneman is in the movie, Alicia Witt, Lily Sobieski. They are all six feet tall, or at least it seemed to be, and Al Pacino looks like he's 5'2". two. Uh- <laughs> which is something that I'm going to comment on a little bit later. Yes, I know you are. And I thought this was very, very amusing. 
if I were with the FBI, I got a call that says, you got 88 minutes to live. You know what I'd do? Yeah. I'd go to the FBI office and I'd tell them what's going on. <laughs> and they'd say, OK, sit here until the 88 minutes are up and you don't have to worry about it. But no, 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 he doesn't do that. He of goes not. off and tries to solve this ridiculous problem himself. He also spends almost the entire movie on cell phones, which is another scream to me. I mean, it looks like an ad for Verizon or one of the other cell phones. <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, lost minutes or whatever it is. You know, this is such a funny picture in so many ways, and I wanted to say at some point, what happened to the great Al Pacino? In 88 minutes, he looks like he could use a couple of months, maybe a couple of years, in a health spa. I mean, honest to God, he looks like he's going to drop dead any second. And it's so curious to me because all the women seem to be nuts about him. And I can't figure it out except he makes piles of money and he lives in the fabulous apartment. in Great apartment, yes. Gorgeous apartment in downtown Seattle. And he's a guy that I know what it is. He's a guy that sort of looks like Al Pacino. <laughs> That's it. That's why those girls are attracted to him. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, you know, despite a very conventional wrap-up by Pacino himself at the very end of the movie in which he takes all of these loose ends and brings them together and tries to justify and rationalize the goings-on that have occurred, the movie is really preposterous. For you diehard Big Al fans out there, you're going to want to see this movie. Will you be bored? Probably not, because the editing is interesting. The whole thing is so crazy that you might find it, you know, watchable. But you'll find it watchable for maybe the wrong reasons. That said, I still have to give the movie, I'm sorry to say, Big Al, a red light. And one last thing. We've seen enough of women being tortured and trussed. And then we have to go through the agony of watching their body parts being dissected. Don't we see enough of that on CSI? Come on, guys. It's enough already. It is pretty gruesome stuff. And you do get very, very tired of it. And I got tired of this whole picture. Again, I'm a huge Al Pacino fan. But every once in a while, he takes on a role in a not very good film. Yeah. Why he did this, I don't know. I guess they paid him a lot of money. God love him. 88 million, maybe. 88 million. <laughs> That's what it would take me to go see this movie again. Red light for me, yeah. too. Red light from both of us for 88 minutes. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall, Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.